the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. 40 KYCR Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. Stream on the go with the free business 1440 app. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. British counterterrorism police are looking into how a man in prison for terrorism offenses before his release last year managed to stab several people Friday before being tackled by bystanders and shot dead by officers on London Bridge. Two people were killed and three wounded. Also on SRNews.com, the year's busiest travel weekend is getting bogged down by a powerful storm making its way east from California. National Weather Service meteorologist Brian Hurley says many holiday travelers may encounter delays on Sunday due to a low-pressure system moving through the Midwest. The flights in the major airports we have to look at the possibility of delays because of the, the, the precipitation and the low ceilings. Um, and, of course, the Midwest with the snows, uh, Minneapolis, and with the wintry uh, mix, perhaps, and some wind in Chicago, that could also cause some problems. This is SRN News. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real, natural-looking hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real, naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE11 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E-11 to 85850. I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was... I was brand new to this. My name's Sam. I'm a student with OTA. Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy. I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity, and uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So. You really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors. How has Online Trading Academy changed your life? I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract to know that I have some other sources of income. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. 
The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. We are are engaged in a Thanksgiving weekend uh, journey and thinking about some broader uh, patterns of the of the world economy. I'm not just talking about the U.S. today. I'm actually focused on Britain. I'm focused on China. I'm focused on um, and and on trade as well. Um, what's going on with the trade deal? And I've I've been all I've I've talked it pretty well through. Um, and so I might or might not play that clip toward the end of the hour, uh, just giving Wyatt some production tips. But uh, certainly, uh, certainly the other China clip uh, I will play. I largely don't want to play the other one because I have to listen to two people who I think don't don't know beans about about trade. Um, it's pretty clear to me that uh, that as well. There are people uh, talking about negative interest rates who don't know beans about it either. So look, one one point to make. Um, we have regular listeners here. If you follow us on on the King Banyan Show here on Business fourteen forty, you know our hashtag on Twitter is pound KBRS. You can just search for that and find most of the conversations here. Some people prefer to just uh, to just re- reply to me at Banyan Show. You're welcome to do that too. I try to track both of them during the show and throughout the week. Uh, and talk to our listeners that way. Pound KBRS or at Banyan Show, which is my my Twitter handle for the show. Uh, here, I, I I am, by the way, if you're new to the show, if it's a weekend, you're like, who is this guy? Well, this guy is um, a longtime professor of economics up here at St. Cloud State University. I broadcast from the university, and through the miracle of the Internet, I'm able to have my voice retransmitted out to you from the mothership down there in Egan over a stick that is, I think, over in Golden Valley. So, I mean, I, when I explain this to people, sometimes they're like, so you stand where, and it goes there, and then it goes there, and then it goes to my radio? And it's like, yeah, no, I don't understand it either. I'm just I'm just a macroeconomist. What do I know? Um, that's, a, uh, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty remarkable thing. So... Uh, one of the conversations that happened on our Twitter stream that uh, may have may detour me from some of the other things I had thought I was going to talk about today. I had the regular Thanksgiving stuff queued up, but there's enough out there that I said, you know what, we're not going to do we're not going to do the Thanksgiving show. If you go listen to the go through the podcast archive, the, uh, so go to TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com and click on podcast and and. I got, I've got to replicate this, otherwise I'll, I'll I'll not get this right. So hang on. TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Up it pops. Click on Podcasts. 
and then you'll see my ugly face right there on the upper left of that particular page. You click on that, you get the archive. Go back and find the Thanksgiving show from last year if you want to have the, uh, you know, the the story of the uh, of how uh, how uh, Squanto helped uh, the helped uh, the folks at uh, off the Mayflower at Plymouth Rock actually figure out that their plans for collectivized farming were probably not going to work out terribly well. They didn't work out terribly well. I'll leave it at that. That story's out there. I understand that. Uh, I understand that there's been a couple. Uh, I, I think I heard during one of the breaks that uh, uh, that uh, one of our regular hosts uh, has also done the same. Weekday host has done the same thing. That's great. You should go listen to that. It's a good story. But I wanted to talk about this. So one of the things that Narnfan. At the hashtag pan KBRS has been talking about has been the use of this word public goods. All right. And, and apparently, and I couldn't find a clip that, that had good sound quality to it to pass along to Wyatt for us to play. But Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, bachelor's in economics from Boston University, um, I always try to say that to prob- probably I don't make friends at BU by pointing out where her degree comes from. That particular that particular person goes out and talks about things being public goods. And she says, "No, these are not these are not freebies, these are not giveaways, this is not transfers of wealth." Education is available to the rich as well as the poor. The libraries are open to the rich as well as the poor. These are all public goods. And during one of the breaks, I had to sort of defend how I use the word investment as an economist versus how businesses use it. Okay? Investment is the act of buying capital goods in my world. In pretty much every other show you listen to here on Business 1440, when they're talking about investment... They're talking about you buying stocks and bonds and real estate and other assets. You're buying them as an act of storing your wealth in something other than currency. Okay, that's not that's not wealth. That that's not investment. That's savings in my in my world. Investment is the act of purchasing purchasing capital so that you can produce more goods and services into the future. It could be physical capital, it could be human capital, but it's capital. So I sometimes try to force myself to say capital investment to be sure I've distinguished it from financial investment, but sometimes we mess this up. Same thing happens when we use the words public goods as, as I'm going to say AOC, I don't mean that as a term of disrespect, it's just her name is a little difficult for me to pronounce. AOC uses this term public goods. It refers to lots of things as public goods. Let me give you the economist definition of public goods, just so that we can be clear on what the concept means. My, my favorite example comes from living at one time across the street from a convent for retired Benedictine nuns. It's an old brick building here in the north side of St. Cloud, about two miles from where I am. 
I lived right across the street from it. I was I had rented an apartment. It was my first or no, it was my second year living in St. Cloud back in the eighties. It it named and so this said the sign said Saint Raphael Convent. Right? And underneath someone had hung a second sign painted in beautiful in beautiful script a nuclear free home. And I thought to myself, I really wonder what that means. Are, okay, we have nuclear power plant down in Monticello, not very far from St. Cloud. Are they saying they don't buy from that? Are they assuring me that the that the uh, furnace in their basement is not powered by nuclear power? I was pretty sure of that without them having to put the sign out. And so I, so I one day I saw a few of these retired nuns, lovely women, uh, walking outside on the on the sidewalk. And I walked across the street, greeted them, and I said, Sisters, could you please tell me, what does the sign mean? And they said that they had actually sent a letter to both President Reagan and and uh, General Secretary uh, uh, Gorbachev, identifying themselves as being, being a convent of peace, they Benedictines, peaceful people, and that they do not wish to be they wish to be simply separated from this whole idea of nuclear warfare. Now understand, again, this is the mid-80s. Okay, the, the, the nuclear winter television series on TBS had just played, and so there was heightened sens- sensitivity to the whole idea that Reagan was going to get us into a nuclear war. So they had put this sign out. And I suspect this was just part of the uh, peace efforts of some, f- of some folks within the Catholic Church. And perfectly fine, I didn't have a problem with that. I told my classroom the next day, I am the safest person in St. Cloud. And then said, I live next to a nuclear-free convent. Assuming that there were, that these lovely women are being protected by their letters to President Reagan and General Secretary Gorbachev, that part of St. Cloud is never going to get hit with a nuclear weapon. I live right across the street. I won't get hit either. The students had a laugh, and afterwards I said, this is an example of one of the qualities of a public good. Non-excludability. Okay? The ability to have a... The ability to have a, a a public good has to have the quality that I cannot feasibly exclude you from consuming it. I can keep the rich out of a library or even out of a school, those aren't really public goods. Okay? And so, non-excludability is one of those qualities. Here's the other one. Non-rivalrous in consumption. If I go to the library and, and read, I occupy a chair. It imposes a small cost on the library, but frankly... My consumption of the library doesn't change your ability to consume the library in the same way. Public parks are more so. The the convent, okay, I do not decrease their, their protection from nuclear winter by my presence across the street. If you knock my building down and make me go move some other place, they're just as protected as they were before. Non-rivalrous, non-excludability, those are the qualities of a public good. 
Now, just like my story of savings and investment and interest rates, this is something that AOC must have learned at Boston University in her principal's class. I know because I've given that lesson, I'm going to bet you 200 times. I've probably given 200 lectures on that in my 35 years. I'm going to bet you that she did. She she got that lesson. And my and and my opinion is she's not she's not an idiot. She knows what she's saying. She's using that word in a way that I think that I, that does not mean the way she's talking about it. But again, I think in this world definitions of public goods are going to go nowhere because I think there are folks that really want to have inflation happen. They realize that it's dangerous to have monetary policy do this, and so now they're turning the page and saying, we'll let fiscal policy and unpleasant monetarist arithmetic give us the inflation that the central banks seem unable to produce. More on that right after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now, you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced, free, just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-424-7126. Superbeta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-424-7126. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. 1-800-424-7126. 1-800-424-7126. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Pro-Life Across America is celebrating its 30th year of saving babies. That's right. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. We began three decades ago, and thanks to our supporters, we now have billboards, radio ads, and internet ads across the country. So what have we learned in these 30 years? No woman wants an abortion. Most feel panic, pressure, and alone. Our hotline receives an average of 200 to 250 calls a month. 
We connect callers with free, confidential, and life-affirming assistance. Please help continue this legacy of support or post-abortion assistance. Visit us at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or to donate today, simply press pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key words, pro-life, pro-life across America, non-political and totally educational. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. Very good, very good weekend uh, to have some time. We had to send all our guests home early. My, uh, I, I, we always do this. Um, or not always. I haven't done it forever. But for the last 12 years or so, um, I have a group of folks that uh, I sing with in a, in a band once in a while. We're down to probably only playing about four or five times a year now. Whereas uh, at one point we were, we were a regular Sunday worship band at a church that we were all members of. That church is no longer, no longer organized, uh, and we have sort of scattered ourselves. But from time to time we get back together and play at some of the uh, churches that uh, we've, we've been at and those who, who know us well, etc. Um, and we always, the day after Thanksgiving, get together for, for a meal. Okay. It was smaller this year due to the weather. Uh, we probably normally are about 20 people. We only had nine there last night. Um, so this is why maybe I stumbled out of the gate a little this morning. I'd like to go back and redo the first minute of today's show. Um, because I got tongue-tied. And I don't know if it was tryptophan or lack of caffeine or what. But um, regardless. But anyway, I it's... Um, it's one of those weekends where we had to send the guests home early. We've had we've had time, but it's just a beautiful weekend chance. I, we've uh, started a tradition in the household where we try to get all the generations to run. So Grandpa runs with uh, his daughter and with the grandson. Uh, the grandson only got about 20 yards in and decided he didn't want to run yesterday. But you know what? He's five. He's going to have some more chances here over the next year or two. We'll see. We'll see how it works next time. Um, but we had the nice run. We did the we did the uh, we did the uh, traditional uh, dinner with with our own family. Uh, we then um, we then went to movie. Why are you okay? Go ahead and throw your mic on a second. Here's a question for you: Is your family the kind that goes to see a movie on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, on New Year's, or any combination therein? More more than likely, out of the three, it would be New Year's. Okay. Uh, I believe my parents actually went to one on Wednesday night, though. What What did they see? Uh, I think they went, they saw, so we have, uh, I have a niece now, so they're grandparents to a little niece. They went and saw Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to have to bite the bullet at some point and do Frozen myself. <laughs> um I, I'm not looking forward to it. I'll be blunt. Yeah, I didn't see it, and I don't. I don't plan on going to see it. If I'm being <laughs> honest. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's your own child, you probably could go ahead and duck that one, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, are you are you a sports guy enough that uh, that that you'd want to watch um, 
New Year's Day football, or or is that just not your thing? No, it, it is. Uh, I get into college football especially, so when they used to do the playoff on New Year's Day, I would. That's that's where you could find me watching that. This year, it's before New Year's Day, so I guess I'm not sure what I'm going to do on New Year's Day, but yeah. I'm, I'm one of the guys that's up, up for anything, I would say, I guess. Right. Yeah, we went to the – so we did the movie. Uh, we went to see – okay, because we don't have – the grandchild was was someplace else, and Dad, my my son is uh, his uh, his father is a uh, is a restaurant person, uh, is head chef at a restaurant here locally. So they were actually open um, for dinner on uh, on uh, Thanksgiving evening, and so he was working, and um, and it was um, it was uh, uh, so we so we ended up there for for a nightcap afterwards. But we went to see the Good Liar. I don't do movie reviews often, but I'm going to do this for you. I love Helen Mirren. I love Ian McKellen. I didn't like the movie. <laughs> I really wanted to love this movie. I, the writing was just, the writing was bad. And I, okay, I'm probably going to get struck dead the next 30 seconds for saying something negative about Helen Mirren. She does these looks to the camera to sort of tell you that there's a plot twist coming that were absolutely annoying. Absolutely annoying. And I hope, uh, you know, um, I, okay. And I'm not saying anything more because if you go see the movie, you probably deserve to have the reveal of the plot toward the end uh, that, um, that will help you with this. But uh, just to say you, you will know that the plot twist is coming before the plot twist happens. And it's because she does she does something that, frankly, a second year theater student at at any state university probably wouldn't have done it quite so ham handedly as it felt like she did. I don't understand it. Anyway, that's my complaint. That's my movie review. Let's go back to let's. Where it feels like bad news piece after bad news piece keeps happening, uh, happening there. Um, let me um, let me uh, let me go ahead and start you with this clip. This is um, this is I cannot remember this. William Hobbs, that's his name. William Hobbs. He's the uh, chief investment officer at Barclays. I've got two clips of him talking about what's happening in China right now, where things are are really beginning to feel like they're slipping out of the control of the Chinese government at this moment. Let's play the first clip, please, Wyatt. It's very difficult. I mean, they've got a real tightrope to walk because one of the problems that you find um, is, and over the last couple of years, and this maybe explains a large chunk of the slowdown, um, is that um, private sector in China has been pretty much being starved of credit. Now, as China has been trying to sort of combat financial, a bank and non-bank kind of credit risks. And you've seen that, uh, you know, the, the credit spigots have been turned down mm-hmm. a little bit. What you've automatically found is that credit within the economy has gravitated to the areas where there is an implicit state guarantee. Now, those areas, unfortunately, are also the areas where um, the return on assets is lowest and the leverage is highest. Um, and so credit is automatically going to where it'll be less productively used and essentially the state-owned enterprises. That's a difficulty for the Chinese. It's, it's uh, not quite sure how you get around that at the moment. So that so let's repeat that right, and this was pointed out on Bloomberg, and that so that that clip I believe is from Bloomberg uh, too. You've got runs on rural banks happening. Uh, we've talked about that. 
And now you're seeing you're seeing this debt restructuring happening for uh, for uh, state-owned enterprises uh, that that and they're trying to do as much as they can to help those to help those. Uh, their financial stability report reported 586 of the country's 4,400 lenders as high risk. Uh, and they're talking about the fact that that household debt as a percentage of disposable income is now at 99.9%, up from 93.4%. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the number was probably over 100 and someone got out the eraser. All right. Just going to guess. Just going to guess. Now. It's not that big a deal. They put out a debt sale, right? They sold dollar debt, dollar denominated debt in the market this week. Six billion dollars worth. Okay? Guess what they, guess what? It was oversubscribed. People, people wanted it probably because they think a trade deal is happening. We'll get to that. We'll get to, we will talk about the trade deal during the next segment. But in essence, it, it, it would appear, it would appear to me like they have decided that this is, that this is, uh, uh, um, th- that either that they've got a real problem and can't, and can't cover it up anymore and decided that they're okay, or there's been just a real deterioration in the health of this economy right now. Consumer leverage runs on banks, debt restructuring. My prediction is, you know, they just sold $6 billion in sovereign debt, denominated in dollars, and were able to pay like about 12 basis points over... Over the European rates, over what what China's excuse me, what Germany's paying, they probably will issue more debt. They're going to inflate out, right? Here's how oversubscribed it was, right? They issued six billion dollars. They took in bids. There was twenty billion dollars worth of bids for six billion dollars worth of Chinese debt. That's fourteen billion that went unfilled. How are they not going to go back into the market and prop this up even more? Okay, we're in a world that is awash with debt and is craving more of it. Why? Because they because so many people are holding those seventeen trillion dollars. Well, now it's about fifteen trillion dollars of negative interest rate securities. That anyone that's issuing anything that looks like it'll have a positive rate of return is something that they're going to keep investing in. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. (laughs) 
Hey, have you heard about the Arctic Spa's Spa Boy? No, tell me about it, eh? It's a salt system that monitors itself and chlorinates when the sanitation is low in your hot tub or swim spa. Oh, yeah. Well, I talked a lot with the other guys. They've got salt systems, too, eh? Yeah, but no other spa company can offer anything like Spa Boy. By monitoring itself, the chlorine can be lower all the time, so our Minnesota skin doesn't have to be all dried out by the chlorine. Oh, yeah. Well, the missus will sure like that, eh? Yeah, it's insulated better than any other hot tub in the industry, too. It keeps your critters out. It's got a five-day freeze guarantee. It's the number one replacement spy in the industry. Oh, that's a pretty big statement, eh? So that must mean that people who buy another tub usually end up buying an Arctic, eh? It's a pretty great hot tub. Plus, with the Spa Boy salt system, you save lots of money on skin lotion, too, oh, eh? Oh, you're always thinking, dude. Visit Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen today and see what makes the Arctic so great for Minnesota climates. Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously. PremierPools.com. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the Kingdom Builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest-looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you, and he loves his new roof. Giving your computer. When you want your computer fixed right the first time, Arby's is the place. Hi, this is Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Why is it that your cell phone is replaced every two to three years with no thought about cost, but when it comes to your computer in your office, you try and hold out five to six years or longer to do the same? Arby's Computer Service. What is that loss in productivity doing to your bottom line? Do you know that we can sell you a brand new commercial computer that is super fast for less than the cost of your new iPhone or Android phone? Why are you waiting? Call us today. We can be reached at 763-441-3884. That's 763-441-3884. Or on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. Whenever I go on one of these long thinks, like we are today, on the King Banyan Show, where we're trying to figure out sort of broad global patterns, I like to look for anything that would be contradictory to my point of view. Here's the one thing I've found. Here's the one thing I've found. Suppose I own, suppose I own a large reserve of oil. And I'm in a world where interest rates pay are 1%. Right. And I'm trying to decide, pump, don't pump. What do I do? Right. What's the cost of leaving the oil in the ground? The cost is 
I could have the mo- I could convert that oil to cash and convert that cash into some other asset. When interest rates are running at 1% or less, or maybe 2% in the United States, it, I only need to sacrifice 2% a year in order to put in order to in order to make the rational decision to not pump, keep the oil in the ground, keep gas prices up. Now, you've been watching your your gas prices around the pump as you drive around. We haven't trained Wyatt on this, by the way. One of why okay, Wyatt, this is a new assignment for you when you come in on Saturdays as you as you drive by that big gas station uh, that's down at the corner there off Cliff Road and and over by over by uh, where the uh, at least as I recall it, the Brugers is. Yep. Okay, across from that, just look at the gas price, remember it, and send it to me over over our chat. All right, we'll do. Uh, I always want to do that because I it's one of those wonderful things. You look at the price, and the price of the price of a gallon of gas up here has bounced between two thirty and two fifty, pretty consistently. And I thought to myself, well, if there's demand out there. The holiday weekend should see that thing pop above 250. If anything, it went lower. It went lower down to it was down. Uh, I seen some 245s, but I also seen some 235s, and I saw one 230. I saw one at 230.9. And they're they're kind of around they're kind of around the block. Yes, and yes. Before you tweet to me at pound kbrs about this, I do know about gas buddy. I don't use it. I just prefer to. I, because I prefer to think think while I'm driving about okay, what's the pattern I'm seeing here today? It's just me, okay. It's just how I work. Report uh, that I've tweeted to you at pound kbrs uh, from uh, from uh, AFP, uh, which is the, the French version of uh, the Associated Press. Um, Oil prices tumbled Friday on expectations OPEC next week won't take aggressive action to boost oil prices while global equities pulled back on trade war worries. Both the U.S. and European benchmark contracts for oil fell ahead of the December 5 meeting of the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries in Vienna, where analysts expect the cartel to stick with the current production agreement, but not to deepen cuts. As as was noted, uh, I got this clip. um, I got this clip um, from... uh, from a, a a piece that I had read, um, let me go find that that clip. Um, I just needed a moment to open it up. Uh, at at EconoSpeak uh, by Barkley Rosser, uh, I think now retired faculty member from uh, James Madison U in Virginia. Um, maybe he's not yet retired. I don't mean to retire early, Barkley. Sorry about that. Um, but it's worth thinking about, right? Why is it happening? What's going on? What, why are both those prices dropping right now? Well, you've had the Iraqi prime minister resign in this past week, but um, what you're hearing is that the Saudis may have gotten tired of cutting oil production to offset increases by other OPEC countries. They don't want to be played like a. They don't want to be played for a chump, and of course, they are trying to get Aramco's IPO off the market uh, on onto onto it. And um, they don't want falling oil prices, but they need to be able to pump enough oil to make Aramco look profitable to make sure the IPO goes swimmingly. Reports that Russia 
is now withdrawing from agreements over the past three years, largely with the Saudis, to restrain their production. And there's also, of course, reports of the U.S.-China trade talks. To that end, let me play for you a couple couple last clips, okay? When I sent this to Wyatt to uh, prepare for us, I apologize for the title of my email. I emailed it to him with the title, A Couple of Idiots Talking About Trade. Uh, I'll tell you what I think of these two. Lou Dobbs and Wilbur Ross. Boy, I bet that was fun. Lou Dobbs and Wilbur Ross. I'm just going to play you a little clip of this. We're going to play you uh, uh, Lou Dobbs first, asking about what's going on with the trade deal. And I, there's something interesting that's happening in this thing, and I want you, to, I want you to listen to this. So we'll listen to Dobbs first, please. And what we don't understand, bedrock is. The the Attorney General of the United States says both ZTE and Huawei are national security threats. Indeed, the conduct of uh, China makes it clear that the PRC is a threat to U.S. national security. Why would we not take the template that the president has put in place uh, with those uh, all those tariffs and the billions that come in and subsidize rural rural uh, uh, companies? that need equipment and and, uh, upgrade them on more expensive and U.S. uh, products uh, rather than continue their 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 relationship with two companies that are threats against U.S. national security. Okay, sidebar to Narn fan. Is that a public good? No, of course not. But what Lou Dobbs is asking is, Couldn't we use the template by which this government has collected tariffs? I'm not even getting into whether or not those tariffs are coming from the U.S. or from the Chinese. But they've they've collected revenue. And they've turned around and paid out that revenue to farmers. Those farmers are are still saying things are not going well. The dairy industry has been, uh, you know, keeps talking about, oh, things are really tough, things are really tough, things are really tough, which I find interesting. Yes, they've been tough since 2009. I don't think the tariffs have that much to do with it. But they've had their hand out and they've gotten their beaks wet uh, with some of the revenue from the tariffs. And that's okay. And so Lou Dobbs is asking, well, if you've decided that ZTE and Huawei are such a bad thing, then maybe what you should do is help out the rural telecoms so they can buy more expensive, more expensive, more expensive goods coming from the, you know, uh, network goods coming from network equipment coming from, I don't know, maybe the U.S., although I'm not sure who the U.S. provider is. I In my head, I keep thinking Ericsson would be the the other provider, and I don't believe Ericsson is a U.S. firm. Maybe that's why they haven't paid the money. But this, then, is Wilbur Ross. He's the, for those of you who have been living under a barrel for the last three years, uh, he is the, the Commerce Secretary in the Trump administration, and he responds to Dobbs like this. Well, in the fact, there are two bills pending in the Congress right now to do that, to finance the replacement of the 3G and 4G equipment. Right. One calls for 700 million, one calls for a billion. 
I hope those bills go through very, very quickly right. because you can't well, cut chicken, it's, the local people yeah. in the rural right. communities out of television, out of, out of, out of telephones. Right. So, <laughs> so it's like, hey, it wasn't, it's not my idea. And so, and here's what's interesting. I cut this off, but, but Dobbs basically nails Ross at the end of this interview by saying, you didn't wait for a congressional bill for helping out the farmers. You just did it. Right? You just did it. Yet, yet, in the case of the telecoms, you're going to actually wait for Congress to send a bill over? That's why I think it's probably because my guess is if you don't buy from from Huawei and, and ZTE... Your next options are probably, I believe, Ericsson. Someone can tweet at me, pound KBRS, if I'm if I'm wrong about the if I'm wrong about where the buyer is. If you know the U.S. provider of the types of uh, network equipment that would be needed for that, go ahead and tell me. I just I I'm simply unaware. Um, I'm, I'm simply um, I, I'm unaware of uh, how that of that industry of, of the details of that particular industry what i believe is it is that it's a european uh, firm that would replace the chinese firm the two chinese firms if you don't want them there but my point is they're they're certainly going to do it anyway they're going my point has been in this conversation they are going to use debt to solve this issue regardless okay the 700 million or 1 billion dollars in the two congressional bills i'll i'll bet anything that there's not a pay for right i'll bet anything there's not a pay for in contrast the money that gets sent by sent to the farmers is said to have come from a tariff action that would that the president was given permission to do by Congress unilaterally. I'm not clear why you're able to recompensate farmers directly but not compensate rural telecoms directly. I'm willing to bet it's true, but I don't know that it's true. But as long as, and we'll get to this last point in the next segment, in the final segment here, as long as you can borrow money at less than you think the growth rate of the economy is, you're not worried about the deficit. You're not worried about the debt. That's a world where, where in fact, the debt is stable. But the question is, is that really true? We'll answer that question for you right after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older... 
occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. There is nothing that they won't do to get you the help you need to become a successful student at Online Trading Academy. My name is Brian. I've been with Online Trading Academy since November 2016. What OTA has done for me, they've really opened my eyes into how the financial markets work and how a financial advisor, how do mutual funds work and how do they make money and what the expense is to me for them giving me their advice. Teaching me that I can be in control of that is really helping me save the expense that they had been taking out of my portfolio. The only criteria that you need is the internal desire to want to become a trader and take financial control of your life. Call today for a free investing class at 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Well, I don't know what it takes to get you guys to call. I thought a snow day might actually get a phone call or two out of you. Hmm. 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 A little interesting. 651-289-4477. It sure doesn't... It sure seems to me like you guys are participating via the... Via the Twitter, though, it's been been quite the tweet, quite the tweeting storm. So if you follow this show and you're like, how do I engage in other people talking about it? That's how you do it. Pound KBRS is the best way to do that. Or you can follow me at Banyan Show, where I where I now have a recommendation to watch The Irishman. Man, the stuff that's queued up in my in my uh, in my list is pretty is pretty long. Uh, but uh, I will throw that into the mix, and we'll see. You. If and when I get round get get around to it, so 
where let me let me think about where where we were here oh yeah how many of you remember a few years ago the 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 all the falderall over over thomas piketty and the initial book right or you might have said piketty but it's piketty um okay capital in the 21st century and many of you will remember that there was a there was a debate about the world in which in which it, 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 a certain condition would happen that would cause the rich to become inexorably richer and that condition was characterized by the inequality the mathematical inequality of r greater than g the r is the interest rate g is the is the growth rate of gdp and in a world he he argued where wealth tends to be tends to be distributed more toward you know uh say boomers more toward wealth is distributed unequally when r is greater than g on a persistent basis more and more of the wealth will keep shifting toward the wealthy and away from the poor that's the that in a nutshell is the argument of piketty here's what's interesting right now there's a pretty good argument to be made based on the numbers that you can see that we're not in a world where r is greater than g interest rates in the united states well the policy rates at one and a half percent the 10-year bond is running is running below two percent some you know one and three quarters maybe even 1.6 from time to time but it's been a while since it's been above two and nominal gdp is growing at three to three and a half percent therefore if tax revenues grow at the rate of growth of nominal gdp which is a fair first approximation in a world that's good that has slightly progressive taxes across the system between local and state and national across all the different taxes that are that that are assessed at least within the united states it's probably a little bit greater that means that even with the level of debt to gdp being where it is as long as that interest rate is below the growth rate of gdp we have enough resources to pay for that debt And that means, therefore, that there isn't really a limit on that. They, okay? And that's why you're hearing people like the very first clip I played from, from Deutsche Bank this morning. And I don't think we have time to play it again, so we won't. Saying, in essence, that fiscal policy is what's going to have to reflate the economy. But at this particular moment, People can do that. The British can, you know, British conservatives can promise the moon to their people, say, we're going to get Brexit done and we're just going to borrow the money to paper over the cost. The Chinese have state-owned enterprises in rural banks failing left and right, but they can walk into the market and borrow $6 billion, no sweat. And my guess is, we didn't have much time to talk about this, my guess is, despite the delays and concerns that the Saudis have at some point, the Aramco IPO is going to happen. It'll be oversubscribed. They'll get their money. Why? Because people are just trying to get to returns that are above zero. 
And the bigger issue right now is that fact people are understanding um, are, people are understanding that negative interest rates are a poison. When you've got Christine Lagarde saying we're going to look over what we're doing with the ECB and we're going to see if we can't see if we can't do a, a review of our strategy, that's a clear signal, a very clear signal that she wants out. She wants out of negative rates, and her bankers are telling her to get out of negative rates because they 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 have trouble existing in that world. That being said. My question is, is it the right rate? Because, again, interest rates are the, the interest rate in equilibrium is the rate that balances savings and investment. Okay? In actuality, savings and investment always have to be equal because it's an accounting identity. But our desired savings and desired investment, in the way I've described it, investment for capital that provides you with a rate of return above what it costs to borrow the money, is that rate, in fact, at that 1% to 2% rate? Or is the equilibrium interest rate, as opposed to the policy rates that we observe from, from omnipresent central banks, is the rate we're observing out there actually the, the rate that's really, that really exists, or is it, in fact, higher? And are we, in fact, heading for a world where all of a sudden the interest rates go up so that all of a sudden R is greater than G and the and and the the middle class gets squeezed even more and our and our populist tendencies get even worse even worse than they are right now. I confess to you, I have very deep concerns about that. I don't do a whole lot of politics on this show. I have very strong reasons for that that I don't share here because I don't like politics being on this show. But I will put it to you this way. If we end up with a world where sharply higher interest rates happen, okay, you, you, you're going to see politics change in a way that we'll, we have not seen in a long, long time. In the meantime, I do think governments are going to be issuing debt for the foreseeable future. I think the rates you're looking at are the rates you're going to look at for a while because, honestly, they don't have a whole lot of other choices right now. And I think that, in fact, is the issue of our times. And as I start thinking about my 2020 forecast, this is the baseline under which I'm making that forecast. If you want to hear more about it, please stick with us. Thank you, White, for listening. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. And we'll see you next week here on The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. I remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Pro-Life Across America
So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. You have nothing to lose. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. I need morehair.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at I need morehair.com. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. Nearly 400 years ago, Harvard, named after a Puritan minister, was founded to educate clergy. Some 65 years later, Yale was founded to do the same. Today, the two institutions share the common pursuits of denying God's existence and decrying man's. That was on display during the annual gridiron meeting between the two schools recently, as students from both institutions staged a climate change sit-in at the 50-yard line, delaying the game for almost an hour. Who are they protesting? The leftist professors who indoctrinated them? Or the wealthy donors who underrate those leftist professors? And why exactly is Frankenstein pummeling his creators? This display of conspicuous conviction at midfield was the pursuit of social status, not a policy change. They don't really care if you give up your private plane or SUV, and they don't care whether the school's endowments divest from fossil fuel companies. Their only demand is that you applaud them just as they applaud themselves. I'm Dan Prof. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Your 